On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Happy birthday to you. Wow, Marilyn. Happy birthday, Zach. Marie, <laughs> happy birthday to well, you. Well, we lost all of our listeners. Oh, that was a pure beauty. I, I don't care who you are. We've got <laughs> Zach, Matt, and Jenny in the house, and today is Zach's birthday. It yes. is. Thank you, Heath. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wasn't that beautiful? Feliz cumpleaños. I have had zero people sing to me so far so, today. And so I've never had Heath Oaks sing to me, so hey, this is a win. Did, all right. Not did, even your fiance this morning. The day is made. Uh, no, no, not yet. But we'll get there. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> did, did did I, did I sound just like Marilyn Monroe? Or I, what? I think mm-hmm, you did a great job. Babe. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if I close my eyes, I can picture it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. So, 20, what are your plans for, for 27? 27. Uh, Get I, married? You know, <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of a big deal. Tie that knot, uh, and that's okay. Uh, I want to, I don't know branch out a little bit more i was very inclusive in 26 so looking looking forward uh to, to the person i'm going to He's be gonna tomorrow be more exclusive. i'm gonna be i'm gonna <laughs> be networking and talking to people and learning things and growing as a person sounds great but mostly he's going to be planning a wedding probably mostly yeah, planning you're a both wedding. gonna do whatever you want oh, your planning, fiance says. planning a wedding is not easy people were right it is stressful and like hard. i've said in the past the best advice ever about getting married is to go google and watch the mike leach video on advice on getting married mm-hmm. that interview is one of the best in the world mike leach's advice is perfect yeah it's mike leach is a coach for washington state cougars um as far as anybody knows was texas tech so mm-hmm. if anybody if you have not seen that video go google mike leach advice on getting married it is hilarious mike leach's advice is very uh um, yeah very standoffish and that's okay sometimes i think sliding into a role like this is like when people when people told you right when you when you guys were getting ready to have brighton and they were like oh my god you have no idea what it's gonna look like, like yeah, your yeah. dad you can read all the books but it's never gonna apply yeah that's true in a small very small part way of that that's how it feels to be engaged in planning a wedding because people are like, "Oh, planning a wedding is a whole hassle." I'm like, "Well, sure, but I'm sure it'll be fine." Right? No, no, it's a it's a hassle. I but am going to give you one piece of unsolicited advice. Please, it's just look. The day is going to be amazing, no matter how much you spend or do not spend, or who you invite or do not invite, or who you make mad or make happy. At the end of the day, the goal is for you two to get married, and you'll be married. So it will be a good wedding. <laughs> That's, I mean, truthfully, yeah. you know, people people go into crazy debt. People stress themselves out. People end relate end friendships, and it, none of that stuff is worth it because the goal of getting married is to be married. 
And so right. you just, it, it does not, and and like, don't worry about impressing people. If you're thinking, oh, so-and-so is coming from this place and they're traveling far and we need to make an opulent wedding for the, for them to, to be at an experience. No, you know, they're coming to, to your wedding that you're putting together for you to make you happy. So. Oh, you, you didn't worry about that? I'm giving advice, babe. <laughs> I, babe, I totally babe, advice doesn't mean, <laughs> doesn't mean that you, that you followed it. It means you learned. But I do think right? that I was very good about like not getting you weren't too a crazy you were not on a things. When our flowers caught fire, I thought it was funny. And Whoa. then we, we, we yeah. were, Whoa, it was like they had to do a thing where they no more candles in the whole wedding. We, know, uh. and we had a very candle heavy wedding, but that didn't, I mean, I've like barely even brought it up ever. Yeah, you were not a bridezilla, I'm not going to lie. Thanks, but babe. worrying about everybody else being comfortable was absolutely top of your mind. It was mind. definitely top of my mind. And so I could have let go of that more. Um, but but even so, like, I like really just, if you have a budget, I just really think it's not worth it to go into debt because when the, when the guests leave, you're going to be there yeah. with the bill. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, and it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think that we were, you know, pretty good about that. And, and anyway. I, don't, I don't know if this is true for you, but I'm going on nine years now. I mean, this will be... In, in September will be nine years married for me. Congrats. And I don't I don't think about my wedding once. Like I don't know when the <laughs> and I don't mean to wife. say I don't mean to say like it doesn't matter, but what I'm saying is like all of these decisions that seem like they're yes. the biggest decisions in the world really aren't. Like a year from now or a year from when you're when you're married, you probably won't think about it at all. Yeah. And, and I mean so, I think about our wedding a lot. But <laughs> so Matt, I think it's more men don't maybe, maybe. Well, but, but I hear, but I do hear what you're saying. I, I think that there's definitely value in what you're saying. Well, about yeah, that. like what you said. I mean, the goal is to get married, right? Yes. And mm -hmm. so all of the ancillary stuff makes for a nice day. But I think you know, at the at the end of it, you need to stay focused on the goal, which is I just want to I, I want to have the ceremony. I want to have people around me that I mm -hmm. that I love and who love us and. The rest of the stuff, you know, like you said, the flowers could catch on fire, the cake could be messed up, the DJ may not play the right song, but like that stuff is gonna, that stuff is gonna disappear over over time, and you'll be left with, boy, we had a nice wedding, right? I, well, you know, what's funny is <laughs> what's perfect is is that expecting a perfect marriage really leads into our first headline. It does. Yeah, it really I mean, does. it's like the best marriage there is. <laughs> What a segue. It's true. Uh, Whataburger is selling a Dr. Pepper shake. Iconic Texas brands Dr. Pepper and Whataburger are teaming up for a cold treat that is perfect for anyone who can't get enough of these Lone Star classics. The two work together to create the Dr. Pepper shake, which will be sold at Whataburger locations for a limited time. Milkshake, milkshake will be made with pure Dr. Pepper syrup and has that classic Dr. Pepper flavor with a small town diner feel, according to a press release from Whataburger. And people on social media could not hide their excitement <laughs> about their collaboration. Today's episode of Second Shot brought to you proudly by Whataburger. <laughs> Burger mm -hmm. and Dr. Pepper. Jenny, uh, how much excitement did this bring to you? Like, could you wait to go get a Dr. Pepper shake? Slim to none. <laughs> Slim to none. She could care less. Well, but I do like the collab. Oh, yeah. And I, I do have that. a, you know, I, I do. I do like that they're collaborating, and I like when everybody gets excited about Whataburger because it's funny. It's a very Lone Star it, thing. It's hard to think of two stronger Texas brands than Whataburger and, totally. and Dr. Pepper, yes. right? Yes, I, I agree with you. And what I like about it is is the second shot of them coming together. I see so much in today's world, everybody trying to guard their secrets, you know? Um, you know, like we're, we're looking to, you know, the hot works, right? That, that um, you know, Jenny's going to be opening, yeah. right? And we're in, still in the stage of trying to find the real estate. And it's interesting because in, sometimes, you know, we found some good spots, but they have a fitness place in there that has made them have a deal that they cannot put another fitness place in that shopping center, right? Mm. So, like, keeping it out where with us, we're like, let us talk to that fitness studio first. 
Yeah. Because I'm like, I think we can do great together, right? Like if we if we both yeah. were getting the same clients, why not? I mean, we're not gonna, you know, it's we're we're both different in what we do. It's not like a. Um, they got a cycle studio, and we have just a cycle studio, right? Like we're direct competitors. Right, it's it's, it's, it's fitness. It's concepts. industries, yeah. and it's like what we could work together and do it really big, and, it's and like, do deals for each other. Yes. It's like I, I think about business deals in in a couple of places we're looking at, and I think about okay, what if I offer you know no initiation for your members since they're already coming to this shopping center? Yeah, and what if we do a discount? And what if we do you know host events? Like for example, when we do our grand opening, you guys can come and be a part of it and come have a booth and tell people about. Let's Thing because I want everyone to be healthy. I want everyone to enjoy the benefits of fitness. And I think that there's room for so many different types of businesses um, in that space. So yeah, to, so so to compete and say, okay, well then instead we're going to put in like a hot dog shop. Well then that that probably yeah. isn't like the best collaboration either. Right. But, uh, People who are interested in one are, are likely to be interested in the other. And even if you know, it's it doesn't it doesn't help to be so insular and saying we're the only one that that can exist when that's not the way the world works. Well, and, and I think that more people have got to get into that space of reaching out and 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 collaborating more. Like, um, you, you find it more in these influencer world, right? Like they, they all want to share their secrets and don't want to say, oh, we don't use this person. Oh, or no, we're not. I mean, I'm not saying. You know, they don't want to share it because it's like I've got to have my followers. You can't have mine. Where honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. if you two both promoted each other, you would. You would both grow your brands together, right? Like, I mean, it's it, bring bring your own audiences. Collaborating, yeah. to the table. collaborating is huge, yes. and you get these two iconic brands, like in this story, coming together. And it's like, shouldn't we take a page of that book in today's world and collaborate more? This is so funny because I was having a similar conversation with Christine uh, just a couple weeks ago about this ramen shop we go to and this little pho place opening up next to it. It's for millennial, I know, but uh, it's, so, it's millennial. so millennial. Oh my gosh, that's, that's your thing. The point is, we have a soup place and a soup place is opening up next to it. They're two different cultures, but ultimately, I mean, they share a wall. And I was ultimately, like, broth and noodles. Right? You think that scares the ramen shop owner? You think they're freaked out about the pho place? And she was like, No, no, totally different. And anyway, people might come to that strip center for all their soup needs. Yeah, right. like, that might be even better. See, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. And and you're right. You can have cross promotion and like have cool deals and like you may not social go there on the media same day, bounce off each other. You're probably going to go yeah, there in the same right. week. Yeah. You, you may go right. there and get your pho and go. Oh my god! I didn't know there's a Raymond sh- Roman sh- whatever the shop is. Yeah. Right. Next time I'm coming back. Uh, wait, check hold this on. Out. Can we just take Raymond? a moment to <laughs> to realize that he <laughs> first of all correctly pronounced pho. He did. So bravo. Well done. Round of applause. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Well Thank you. But, but Thank then you. he crashed and burned with ramen. <laughs> I couldn't even know what to Raymond. say. <laughs> um, no, what I'm, my question is for you guys, uh, being in the position of the people with this idea, with this like, hey, let's collaborate, let's get together, let's work together. How do you approach the people who don't want to do that? The people who already have their thing and they're like, no, I'm protective of this, this business or this brand or whatever it is. How do you approach them and say, listen, let's talk. The num- let's, let's I, cool. I would tell you okay. this, the number one thing with networking and with building mentorships or, or like um, a collaborating thing, yeah, you need to go to them with the mindset of, how can I help you? Like, what can I bring of value to you? Right? Like, like it's a not. Hey, can you come be my mentor? Hey, can you promote my product? Mm-hmm. No, you do a little digging to find out where they may have a need at and where your expertise may be, and say, hey, this is something that I could do. Can I bring this value to you? Right. What do you think? I agree, and I think in more of it, like so, that's more like the broad scope of it. In a, so for example, a hot work sense or a practical sense or something like that. If there are brands that I think that 
that my customers would like. Like I said, if you're doing a health fair, invite them to come. Like set up a booth. Yeah. Come see our. Come see what I'm about. Because I do think that it takes people a while before they let their guard down and realize you're not trying to steal a client from them. You just have a, a common interest mm-hmm. with them and would like to collaborate. You know, it takes people multiple times of continuing to show up right. and continuing to show, I'm not here to steal, let's get customers together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like I said, a health for, fair or even just inviting them over, like come have a free workout, buying a membership at their gym. I bought a membership at the Hotworks gym and I go in, I support them, I buy full price items, I tell my friends about it because guess what, I, I want him ultimately, you know, the owner of this other location, I would love for him to be a mentor of mine, you know, as I go through this process, but I'm not asking for that right now. Right now I'm just bringing business to him and telling people like, hey, I don't have a, you know, I don't have a location up, who knows, it might be a year before mine's up, but I really believe in this concept and so come over here and try this and buy his products and support his business. And maybe he will end up being my mentor. Maybe he'll show up to my events and we'll kind of be co-hotwork supporters of each other. And yeah. maybe not, but at least I've put and in kind of like my my good faith, I guess. I, I think about this a lot in the, in the podcast space as well, because I see a lot of mm-hmm. people getting very, I think maybe, I don't know if, if it's because they're new or they just have this mentality, they're very provincial about their their audience, right? They're, they're like, this is my audience, you shouldn't listen to, if you were doing a business show, don't listen to other business shows, this is the business, you know, they get they get very, very guarded about their audience when, and they're thinking about it, I think, in an old in an old mindset of, I don't know, TV from 40 years ago, where, For sure. you know, like, you need to be watching our channel only. Um, where, where I see a whole lot more success when it when podcasts and people open themselves up to other shows working to working together generating new audiences based on other people's audiences you know i think i think that's the path forward and people are starting to figure that out but i definitely saw that a lot in certain segments of the podcast universe um, where I mean, there's more than enough audience to go around for people to to open up. And our next guest, actually, next week is a podcaster as well. So we, I'm I'm so on board with you. Like we cannot live in a space of fear. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I'm promoting of all podcasts. I have friends that I'm like, I don't know if mine's for you. I don't know if you're in that place. But listen to a podcast because I love this platform. I agree with you, and I, yeah. and I think that's one of the biggest keys that. There's an abundance mindset that you have to have, and I think an abundance mindset is huge. Mm-hmm. Is, is is like it's like with Jenny and I. Every time we go in there, we think, well, let's just talk to the owner. Let's tell them how we can help each other, right? Like, yeah. a, I would think your advice is whatever kind of business you have or you're trying to do, think about people that maybe other think about other kind of companies or other kind of people that maybe some may think would be competitors and stuff, and look at it through a different lens. And why not approach them with how you could help them and see if you know what this abundance mindset it works it helps everybody can win everybody can grow together we'll be back in the next segment of second shot he makes up words she translates them heath and jenny host more of second shot coming up on rncm You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share with your people and i appreciate it thank you guys go pick it up today ready aim 
fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. All right, so I want everybody to tell me what comes to mind when I say this, all right? Okay. I want you to all think fast here, okay? Okay. Right. No, no, you will. You don't get any thinking. You just got to think. Okay. Okay. What comes to mind when I say meatballs and grape jelly? Southern. I mean, spaghetti traditionally, but... Uh, well, okay. hold on. Meatballs and grape jelly? Is that what you just said? Yes. Disgusting is what Disgusting. comes to mind. Like, that's... Sounds this, like the most awful thing I can imagine. Look, there's this cook thing that popped up on my feed, <laughs> and it is somebody that puts a whole bunch of meatballs in like a crock pot yeah. uh-huh. with Smucker's grape jelly Ooh. and Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Okay. okay. Oh, so so it's like a sweet a sweet rib. I don't know. Just grape jelly and meatballs to me I'm is just a hard thing listen, to yeah, Hold on a did second. Did you guys know that mole is made traditionally you guys know chicken mole right yeah, yeah. I, don't, okay. I don't have a clue what that is okay yeah. i told you about it my dad makes it it's a dark oh. sauce at tex-mex yeah, I, I don't it's like amazing. it it's amazing yeah. um, i'm sorry okay. i'm sorry to say no, I don't it's okay like it, you don't like it more for me it's, not for it's me. all good we'll collab on something else <laughs> okay, <fine>. um, <laughs> so chicken mole is a and i don't know if it's a traditionally mexican dish but my dad comes from a mexican family he makes it but traditionally it's made with chocolate so you're talking right. chicken red chili sauce and chocolate oh yeah i do remember you saying that yes so that's no. another one of those that's like this the sweet and then the the maybe spicy kind of stuff so anyway maybe that's like a modern version of I, chicken moe. i love a good barbecue meatballs okay and i love grape jelly you know i put grape you jelly do. in my toast <laughs> yes because my mom made him homemade grape jelly but isn't that funny how you can like those things independently but right. then when they're all like mushed together just something about that does not sound right to i me. guess when you cook it down with the barbecue sauce there, it probably Simmer makes it something out. that that uh, you know resembles a sweet flavor, it, but man, I, the 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 sound of putting those two things together just sounds awful. I'll tell you what hurts it: the Smucker's grape jelly. If it was like some <laughs> kind of homemade canned <laughs> preserves hey, or something, right, maybe I can get into that. But like, hey, Jenny's mama makes some good grape. Man, Jenny's mama makes me grape jelly now all the time when she's in and brings oh. homemade grape jelly, oh. so yeah, we yeah. don't have to get Smucker's as much, but except for. It's literally, I drink it up in no yeah, time. I know, I know. She needs to like mass produce it, but I think it's like, it takes a lot of grapes to make like the one little jar. I love it. Anyway. Well, if she ever gets into into, into branding that and selling it, I want a jar. It's working okay. out. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. We'll, she'll, we'll, I'm sure she'll, she'll she hear do this. And the show. <laughs> send Our it. second headline this week, Virginia wins the national championship. Yes. This is very timely. I was, ah. I was told this is in basketball, so I know that. <laughs> uh, we have a tweet here from Anish Shroff, uh, a good friend of Miss Jenny Hanchando yes. here. Uh, he Shout said, out to Anish. He said, lose to a 16 seed, come back to win a championship. This will make a heck of a 30 for 30 one day. Uh, he's with ESPN. Check him out. Uh, Virginia wins the national championship, Heath. What does that mean? Well, I'll give you the backstory on the Virginia thing, yes. and then I want to turn to Jenny for her to tell a little bit about Anish because oh, okay. Anish is cool. So combine them up is Virginia. Last year, they've never won a national championship until this year as a school. Love it. So they've never been known as like a big basketball school. Last year, they had a breakout year. They're killing it. And in the very first round of uh, in the very first round of the tournament, which they came into as a number one seed, so number one, okay. the very first round they're paired with the last seed, right? So it's like supposed to be a no-name school that nobody knows. It's supposed of, to sure. be a gimme gimme game. Yeah, <laughs> and that and that they lost. Okay, last year. Yeah. Okay, so it was shocking. They were picked to win it all this year. They come back and it was like come all the way back. They were still a number one seed. They came all the way through it all, won the national championship, first national championship ever, whatnot, the whole nine yards. And when he says 30 for 30, it's a great redemption story. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And then Anish. 
You guys, Anish is amazing. I worked with him at my first TV market in Aww. Yakima, Washington. Yakima. I had seen him on ESPN Dream Job. So, do you, was that a reality TV? It was a reality TV show. Do you remember that by chance, Matt? Um, ESPN Dream that Job. That sounds it sounds familiar. Yeah, was it like years a years ago, like a tryout type show? Yes, yeah. exactly. Like American Idol for sportscasting. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, ESPN neat. did yeah. it. It was really cool, and um, I remember, you know, showing up at work and being like, "Oh my gosh!" Like. I think I've really made it because that guy from ESPN Dream Job <laughs> is also here on the show. Yeah. Um, and so he was, uh, uh, gosh, I think we both did weekends at the time um, uh, for, for that station. I just think he has an interesting full circle story because now here he is working at ESPN. And, and, and this is one of those things that, that you don't really, I mean, that's just the, you know, the Holy grail in terms of sports and that he had been on this reality show and then had to really be humbled and go to this itty bitty town and make no money and, you know, work his behind off and then kind of go all over the country. He lived in uh, Syracuse, I think, and you know, some other places. So, uh, you know, to be able to manifest that kind of success and to be able to see the spot of it, you know, right out of college or right when he, I think he was to get so college, close, right to out. get so close yeah. right out and then to do this full circle and stick with it all the way through. So anyway, you guys have got to watch him. He's an excellent, excellent sports broadcaster. He's not someone who was a pro athlete. And I think that that brings a different um, level of competition because there, there's there's so many of these other people that are just like, yeah, I think I can talk sports. And he's oh, the yeah. one who actually can. Yeah. Well, wow. here's the interesting thing is. Anisha's story that you just explained there is almost identical to the Virginia winning the national championship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and that was my second shot on the Virginia thing is is no matter what, you know, there's a lot of people have a lot of gripes about how the games, couple games ended, you know, where the calls missed, whatever. I don't care. That's all out we of We got to have Anish come on the show when he's in town next we time. Do. Next time Ooh. he comes in, we do. Yeah, okay, yeah. we're going to do that. Yeah. I like that. And, um, anyway. <laughs> my interesting thing, my second shot with this is, Look, they, they last year, Virginia comes out of nowhere, not a basketball school, shot up to the top, all the hype in the world, the very first round, and they get beat by like UHMBT or something that I don't even know who they are, okay? That nobody does. Mm-hmm. Shut them off right off the bat. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like you, you, got, you go from like zero to all of a sudden you're number one to nothing real fast. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when people get up that close and get, almost touch that success and if it's pulled out from under them, they can never get back up and get there again. They're yeah. like, I can never get that close again. Right. Virginia was able to put it back together, come back, and win it all this year. That humbled them where in a spot that was able to drive them back to it. What I want to know is what's the difference between the ones like a Virginia that can come back with all of the force to achieve it versus the people that when they get so close, if it gets pulled out from them, they give up on everything. I know exactly what it is. Hmm. And you've used the word, it's Waller. <laughs> Wallering in their Jenny's stuff. Using the heat yeah, there it is. But I mean, truly, I think it's the people who sit and they analyze. I, I do think there's room for quick analysis. Like, okay, the post game. Okay, we, we look at. Do people still look at tapes? Yeah, <laughs> that's like what we did back in yeah, the day. Yeah. I don't but, think you know it's actual I mean? tapes. I yeah. it's digital. But, but like, okay, we re- we review, but then quickly refocus and get right back to where you were. Because the the wallering, the the staying in it, the analyzing, like, well, what went wrong here, and was it this relationship, that rela- you know, or this skill, th- that's it's effective for a very short amount of time, and then you're losing time, and and I think that the um, over analysis is what ruins the mental game. That makes sense. I, I think about this a lot with my own 
I think, personal journey through mm-hmm. radio where I came out of college with a whole lot of bluster. I, I, I came out where I was like, I ran the college radio station. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I deserve any job that that anybody is is has out there to be applied for. And I moved back to Dallas thinking I'm going to come back and start, you know, top five market. And I took <laughs> I took interviews for producer jobs, morning show jobs, mm-hmm. uh, anch- or not anchor jobs, but uh, DJ jobs, things like that yep. on some of the biggest stations. And I got turned down over. I got the interview, but I got turned down over and over and over again. And I think about like I eventually I took a job working at uh, handing out T-shirts at one of the lowest rated stations in town mm-hmm. and um instead of being sad about the fact that i wasn't getting these big jobs that i thought i deserved i i finally looked at the landscape and say okay maybe i went about this the wrong way i need to i need to come at this a different angle i don't want to necessarily move around but i can work my way up through through this this way for sure and i think a lot of people could have looked at that and be like why am i not getting this why am i not getting the thing that i feel like i'm, I'm owed or I, I deserve you know because i came out with such high hopes and confidence Gosh, that's so that's so relatable to. I had had that same experience, by the way. Um, you know, yeah. you're great in school, and everyone thinks right. you're excellent, and all of a sudden, <laughs> no one else does. Um, but but uh, people graduating right now, you know, there and there is there should be a sense of accomplishment with earning a degree, or you get your master's, or you get your MBA, or something like that. But but you still don't have any experience, and I think that that yeah. can be a real gut punch for people who have graduated, you know, from these prestigious schools, you know, and it can be that downward spiral when you don't have the mental capacity to think, hey, you know what? Yes, I have accomplished this, but there's so much more that I need to learn and accomplish, um, because we know so many people probably graduated with you, got out of the business right when they hit that first sure wall. Right, because it's like, oh, I guess I'm not as good as I thought I was. Yeah, I think back to like the people who were doing that stuff with me, and and, and there may be two or three that are still in the in Same. the broadcasting business. I mean, I guess I'm not one of them now either, but I was for a while. Well, we broadcast you. What are you talking yeah. about? You're, hey, you're hello, you're on the yeah. Second Shot podcast. Second shot. I say it counts, yeah. it counts, it counts. <laughs> you're, you're in the, what, the new... The new <laughs> right. Yeah, right. you're ahead of the game, actually. I'm on the vanguard. You, right. you, you know what I take away from just what you both, in the niche, you tell a niche story, and with the Virginia story we're talking about, I mean, and I've got one myself as well. I think that's something to help people with that maybe... Are where the rug was just pulled out from under them type thing, you know, and they're not wallowing in it. You know why you don't waller in it? Guess what? Everybody else has gone through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we just literally, sure. everybody mm-hmm. in here can has one of those. And I think that's some comforting thing to understand that if you're sitting in it right now, the longer you waller, the longer behind you get. Mm-hmm. And everybody else has it too. Like, you don't, don't have this pity like, oh, it's just me. No, honestly... Look, we just literally, everybody in this room, we know that we just went through that everybody's got them. So everybody's got it. The difference of the ones that come out on top and the ones that, that make that, res- that, that, that comeback like a Virginia and like everybody else in here have is that the ones that go, we don't waller in it. We move on from it and we go forward and put it behind us. We don't hold on to that, that fear of, oh, what if it happens again? No, you just go for it all and mm-hmm. say, screw it. If we get beat out the first round again, it happens, but we're not going to sit there and hold hostage all of the thoughts and everything that we have um, in order not to move forward and go try to achieve that greatness. So we'll be back on the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage I have a way to save you a ton of money. 
I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code second shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. Coming back to my shaming, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen and share us on social media. We're like getting these great climbs and some kind of some listens, you know, and then it kind of like tapers off some and then we go back up. And so I appreciate everybody who has done it. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, it's much, 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 much appreciated. Now, the third segment, we, we talk about different things from reviews or maybe the instagram post or facebook post that people make and 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 try to get some shout outs to people on this third segment you know and talk about it all um and i gotta tell you we one of the new reviews the jenny you haven't even seen or heard yet oh Uh -oh. i'm excited which is great done on monday by be cool 07 i like the name be cool 07 he got his great motivation Love this podcast. I can't miss a week without listening to Heath and Jenny. Really enjoy hearing the second shots on the articles. Here you go. And yes, sign up for Energy Ogre. Ooh. Ogre. So Be Cool must have saved saved some money with Energy Ogre. (laughs) Go to energyogre.com. Use the promo code SECONDSHOT. And that will save you some money big time as Be Cool is telling you about right there. That's right. You can sign That's up for Energy, Energy Ogre. is legit. It's absolutely we are, legit. We are, if we ever take on any other sponsors, they will be as legit as Energy Ogre. Yeah. Um, we'll never represent anything that isn't something we actually like, enjoy, use, etc. I can promise you. I mean, unless they're really paying us a ton. Of <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You would think I would be Everybody the sellout. sellout. Yeah. You would think Everybody I would be the sellout, not, not Jenny. <laughs> um, the, other, uh, the other review we got is was uh, titled Entertaining and Educating, mm. March 29th by... Um, S B L O M Y. S B L O M Y. We're supposed to figure this one out. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and they say anyway. you simply can't beat this duo. Thanks for making the day pass with fun and inspiration. So thank y'all for the new ratings. Much, muchos appreciated. Yeah. Be cool and sign up for Energy Ogre. How about that? Uh, and 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 shout out to the person who said the show was. Uh, entertaining and educating. I, yeah. One of my favorite things about this show is when we started it way back in the day, I, I, I asked Heath, I said, hey, you want to start this show called Second Shot? What do you want to do with it? What, what's your goal? And, and you were like, to, ed- to teach people, to educate, to, to teach people to, to be bigger and better. And like, I feel like we've never, I hope we've never lost sight of that. I don't think we have. I think that's been the goal the whole time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And it still yes. works. And that's, I think that's, it's a testament to why this show has worked for as long as it has, because... Uh, people actually get something from it. <laughs> yeah. And I did want to read one from Vanessa, who is a listener who's actually a good friend of mine. And it means so, it means so much to me when, when everybody listens. But um, it, it's almost like um, speaking in front of a group of your peers. Aww. You know, it makes you more nervous. People you really know really yeah. well. You know yeah. a lot of stuff about you and not, yeah. you know. Right. So Vanessa is um, a broadcaster, host, entertainment reporter, meteorologist, uh, extraordinaire. She does it all. And she also is a Zumba instructor, which I used to do back in the day. So we've Dang, got that Vanessa. sort of. I know Vanessa's got a job or two Um, and her she got a little girl who's about to turn one so she wrote happy Monday I love Mondays because they seem to be packed with 
fire of productivity. If you see Monday as a dreadful day, look at the people and things around you. If they don't help you to chase and nourish your dreams slash goals, make sure you give it um, give time to those souls that light up part of you. Um, and then her suggestion here is to simply follow social media accounts that feed you the good stuff and clean out the bad. So she listed some different accounts and she listed the, the Second Shot podcast saying, lately I've been listening to a super fun and informative podcast, Second Shot podcast. Aww. So thank you, Vanessa, for the shout out. I know she listens, so um, you guys go follow her too. And that's good advice on the social media thing. Curate yeah, your social media yes. because it's so easy to look at all these ter- terrible posts that people are making and negativity and you can just choose to uh, not have to look at it. I don't, I don't say choose to be ignorant, but just choose to not, you know, don't engage with people that make you miserable. Mm. Right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people say, oh, I can't handle or it's too much or all these perfect pictures. Yeah. If someone's making you feel bad, Get there's nothing wrong with unfollowing them. It's not yeah. hurtful or mean. It's just you kind of, you know, keeping yourself surrounded. And I think that that's, that's the, what Vanessa is explaining is the virtual version of, you know, hanging out with people that support you and love you. Yeah. Yeah. They actually bring something to you versus mm-hmm. drain you. You know, don't think you have to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And what happens if they'll share posts if they share the post on social media with you if you guys share the post and tag us um tag me and tag heath and tag second shot podcast and i will repost your uh post in my stories or i'll retweet you um or comment on your facebook post anything like that and um oh my gosh we had a good discussion in the group you guys um so in the super secret second shot facebook group (laughs) justin wrote um you know we were talking about our daughter this week oh by the way i went to a seminar last night on how to handle tantrums so boom just come at me brighton because i'm ready for you um (laughs) so he says our son who is three has been getting better by the week but our daughter is just entering uh, that trying stage at 18 months the picture from this weekend was just one of many fits um as the second child she is a daredevil and very independent sounds a lot like Brighton and yeah. it hasn't helped that she is cutting her teeth uh, to Heath's point both of our kids listen to me far far better than they do my wife mm. <laughs> wah, wah. that it's picture super of his cute picture but seriously Justin oh my gosh Justin's picture in there of the of the little girl like she is you know Indian style just barely you know just like so much like that's absolutely what a Brighton would do and like she's not having it, it and that's a, that's the good thing about the second show group is stuff like that that it it's just kind of good because him posting that putting out there's like we're not alone with it's having totally. a crazy child doing ten- like you know what I mean like there's Good times to have that feeling of, look, duh, everybody's got it. So it's like we're not our college. But you do yeah. end up sometimes with the kids stuff. You really do feel alone if you yep. know you're home with them all day. So it was nice to have that like little virtual. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and the second shot group isn't in super secret. It should be be clear. Yeah, People can get you can join. You we'll can let join. you in. <laughs> it's true. You, you can apply. We'll let you in. It's easy. Well, you know, here's another thing. If if you know. I don't know if it can go back. How do your what? do your stories are saved? Your I Instagram have stories? my stories saved in a second shot little circle, and I need to really figure out. And by the, I'm just going to put this out there: if anybody is knows how to make those pretty little graphics on the top of the Instagram thing that look all nice, and you know maybe we can put a logo up for it or something like that, let me know. I don't know how to do that, but it just says second shot, and I have them all saved, so you can see all the people who have supported the podcast. I'm talking wow. about this too. This is funny. Last night, if y'all haven't seen Jenny's Instagram stories, oh, I need to save from last those. night. You need to save those because those are oh hilarious. On. Yeah. My, Stop uh, the show! I gotta the girl, check this the, out. The, the girl that um, <laughs> the, the girl that's a good friend of mine now. She's been doing my suits and customs clothes for for several years now. Great um, suits. She sent me a uh, got this box in, 
and it was like, hey, uh, document it, film it, blah, blah, blah. It's called Man Crate. Okay. Okay. I like the sound of this. Opened it up, and, and you get and it's this wooden thing. And basically what it is, is it's a wooden crate that has no opening. And so it's all meant to for you to film as this man tries to open up this man oh, crate. Oh, you got to like break in mm-hmm. with a crowbar yes. or something? Yes, yes. I'm saving it under the husband highlight on my Instagram. So, so if you go to Jenny's Instagram, go to the husband highlight, okay? It's and, Jenny and, go, and Chondo. Go look at this long of me being frustrated until I got a hammer and a crowbar out and busted the man crate down. Oh, so this is a real thing it's you just did? Really yes, terrible. last night. Oh, wow. Really she, sent me, she sent me the man crate as a present, and, and Jenny filmed me... Um, with the hammers and stuff, beating it open. Man, really cool gift. Actually, babe, they would be a good sponsor. Yeah, that would be a cool gift. W- what's in there? Well, um, you can do whatever. Here's the cool thing. So a man crate, right? Say you want to send somebody one. Okay. You, just you pack go on there whatever and pick you... whatever you want to pack. They uh, put it okay. all together and send it to them. So it's all kinds of stuff. So last night, what Brittany sent was um, a meat tenderizer, some uh, a little wood smoke, some smoke chips, some barbecue, some kind of a specialized barbecue sauces and stuff. So... You know, um, some cool temperature gauges for meat and all that stuff. Some yeah, cool cooking soon. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. yeah. Oh, so, my God. Guys, go check out Jenny's I thought story. this was hilarious. This is great. This and is I really thought that would be something funny that everybody should go watch and see. Um, but we will. Um, where can they find you at? Because we're going to close this man crate thing up. Go take a look at it. Laugh yeah. your tail off. Instagram, Jenny and Chondo. Jenny and Chondo TV on Twitter. And JennyAndChondo.com. At AppleZackintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash group slash Second Shot. Come support the show. Like, subscribe, follow, review. You know, just be a part of what we're doing. We love you. Thanks. Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker one on Instagram. Also on that Facebook group. Check it out. Ed Heathoke said Ignorance on Fire. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all those fun things. I love you guys and see you till next time. Destination for premium talk radio.